Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Oh, shit. He's eating. He's he got, <laughs> he's got a fucking cowboy hat on. Um, yep. <laughs> I, figured, I figured if I was going to do this call with uh, you guys. I think you're... Been. Hey, uh, Sparky... Your hat's on backwards. No, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Your joke. You guys would know. You know what? I've got enough fodder for you coming up here soon. Before I get going, um, are you going to eat the entire time in front of me so I have to watch you chew? Um, I am hungry. I could turn the video off. No, it's Um, fine. I'm just I'm getting ready for the smacking. Well, are you are you are you a Catholic or what? Oh no, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's my passive aggressive Catholic nature. Yeah. Deal with it. <laughs> oh, thank God, it's so much better that way. You got a face for radio. <laughs> um. Okay, everybody, we ready? Mm-hmm. Uh. All right, then. Hey, before we begin the show, let's say thanks to our friends at Scratch Labs. I want to quickly remind you of the importance of recovery. Jackson and I just ran out of Scratch Labs recovery beverage today, and um, it, it it might mess me up a little bit. Um, sport recovery drink mix designed to rapidly refuel, rehydrate, and rebuild you when you're completely empty after your longest and hardest workouts. Uh, Okay, I, I'm a poser there, but uh, great taste. Four to one ration of carbs to protein. Important, you guys give it a try. Chocolate, coffee, or horchata. And a horchata is that little spicy kind of baked bread dessert, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. cinnamon kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Dusted cinnamon. Okay, sounds good. Thanks to Scratch Labs. Check them out at scratchlabs.com. Also, thanks to Gooder. They're a good, gooder, gooder company. Get some quality eyewear for less. Jackson was just saying earlier that they make damn good stuff and they should probably charge more, but they don't. So there we go. Thanks to those guys. We're recording. And I don't have the app up, but I do now. Is 
is one and a half minutes too long for ads to start the podcast? No. I don't no. think I'm giving away too much, do we? <sighs> Welcome to the Pack Filler, everybody, or just to you or whoever you are or wherever you may be. Uh, Pat Bulger here, back in the studio with the usual suspects. I, I came up with little mister names for everybody today. First and <laughs> foremost is Paul Main, Mr. No Easy Days. How are you, man? <laughs> I'm doing all right. Second off is Jackson Bulger, Mr. FTP. Hello. Or at least he wants to be. <laughs> Karsten Hagen, Mr. Midlife, but in a good way. <laughs> oh, good. I, at least I got a laugh out of you on that one. And I am Pat Bulger, Mr. No, I mean it this time. I'm going to get in shape this time. I mean it this time. Ah, uh, boy, here we are. I want to start out this by asking everybody how things are going. Um, we got the three promissory notes here in the, in the studio, and we've got Karsten, who's just living a, a life rebirthed. And uh, I want to ask how si- cycling life is going with everybody. I, we, I, it's been over a week since we've ridden with you, Paul, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. How, how are things going? Again, I should be out more often. Um, oh. I rode with CP on Saturday. We just did this little, like, 35-mile little loop. It's not really a loop, but a series of climbs, different climbs, um, south of, of Spokane. And it's pretty close to 1,000 meters for every 10 miles. 1,000 meters, not meters. Feet for feet. 10 miles. Yeah. We're just, it's like 2,800 feet and 33 miles ride. So, um and CP, we wanna we wanna actually call attention to this that CP on a bike ride did not cramp. He did not cramp on the way home, <laughs> <laughs> or or hesitate like oh, oh I feel one. Oh God, there it is, there it is. Oh, where the fuck is my hot shot? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the listeners know what that shit is. Carson, have you ever tried a hot shot? Do you know what it is? I mean. <clears throat> Uh, non uh, non cocktail. Yes, non cocktail. It's an uh, ath- no. athletic <laughs> supplement. You uh, lost them. No hot first <laughs> cocktail. <laughs> yes, first time I ever had it was at Leadville. Um, we were in probably mile in the eighties somewhere of the hundred mile Leadville, and there's people standing on the side of the road, and they're saying, "Drink this. It'll help you from stopping cramping or something like that." I think is what it was. She said, "Do you want one?" And I was like, at that point, I was delirious. And I said, "Sure, I'll try anything." And you open it up, and you slam it back. It's a tiny little kind of a vial, maybe an ounce and a half, two ounces, and you slam it back. And I would love to talk to the hotshot people. It tastes like jalapenos and cinnamon, and it is not what you would expect. And I think CP says it best. He says, "I think it shocks your brain into forgetting about cramping." It's like, hey, you know, I broke my finger, so I break my arm to draw attention away from my <laughs> finger. And it is so strong tasting, but I guess it works really well against fighting cramping. So does pickle juice, in case you guys didn't know that. Like the brine from pickles. Mm-hmm. No, actually, pickle juice is pretty popular now. Um, you can get it. A lot of, a lot of uh, bike shops and running shops sell it. Like yeah, in little shots. Yeah. Do you think it's just the same thing you get out of a Nally jar? Um, well, you should mention that I had a jar, <laughs> had a jar of pickles in the fridge and I ate the last one a couple days ago and I did a pretty hard workout on Zwift and, uh, I downed that fucker, uh, afterwards <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it, it did taste terrible. 
Uh, how, how much did I, you drink? Yeah. Did you like drink the whole jar? Yeah. Uh, no, there was only like a third left. Um, That's but uh, the rest go. I mean, it doesn't taste that bad, and I can see why it would work. It's just super high sodium. I tried that once, and I thought it was pickles. It was jalapenos. It, oh. A different effect. Oh yeah. Jesus! Mm. Yeah. Oh God! I should have yeah. noticed the, the shape of the peppers as yeah. opposed. To, yeah, a little small, different yeah. story altogether. I might have been hypoxic or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, D- Jackson Bulger, how's how's your how's your cycling life going? I know how it's going, but the listeners don't. Yes, you do. Um, <clears throat> it's been a busy week off of the bike. So what I've been doing is I have ridden now three days in a row on the uh, indoor trainer, which is been good i've been really liking zwift i got a i got to wear the polka dot jersey yesterday on zwift for a few minutes which was kind of nice. cool nice. <laughs> yeah i was proud of that but other than that i haven't really been able to get out besides i think the last time when we did 54 miles on yeah. uh mostly gravel so Is that friday yeah well yeah i think so yeah we found some cool routes on on thursday and friday I, i'm lo- i'm finally getting my brain around uh, Strava and ride with GPS and all these programs that people are sending me routes and then we just program them in. I know that you're probably thinking, well, shit, dude, everybody's been knows that. But I'm finally getting my act around it a little bit more and incorporating it. And it's been fun finding some of these routes. Yeah. Which have I, been great. And I think I've said something similar to this to you. It's I think it changes the world of cycling almost. Yeah. Let you find places you've never ridden before. And yeah, it's cool. I was riding with you, and I, and I said, "Oh my God, I am, I have been riding, cy- I've been cycling in this community for, let's you know, for thirty eight plus years, mm-hmm. and I've never been on this road, and it's ten miles away from my own house. It's like <laughs> shit. I never knew this existed, and I feel like, you know, I'm going to get into that a little bit later. Carson, how's your, how's your cycling life? I just texted you, knuckleheads. My last three days. I um, just saw that. Did you? Yeah. Something yeah. with wine country. Oh, yeah, I was over in um, I was over in in Sherwood. Um, uh, needless to say, uh, my girlfriend is uh, a beast. And she uh, we, the second day Saturday we rode twenty five miles, did three thousand feet of climbing, <clears throat> and then the third day was just That's a lot of climbing, hammering into the wind for fifty miles. Um, just I mean, it was the weather was terrible. It was cold and rainy, and it was like March. But uh, the, the HGFU factor was way high. Yeah. It was great riding. Really good. The riding, I got to say, the road riding on that side over in the valley in, the, in wine country is way better than it is here. I've got your challenge for you that you're going to easily meet. Mm-hmm. Remember we were talking a couple of weeks ago about about daring yourself. You got to do the same one I do. Mm. Shedding a couple kilos. Mm. I've already lost six pounds. So. <laughs> he says it with the, the irony way, <laughs> but no, it's, I have too. I've lost six in in three weeks. So I, yeah, I'm 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 getting there. I'm four pounds away from my goal, but I want. I think I'm going to go a little farther. You know how to lose four pounds real fast, Pat? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I, I have something in mind, but I have a feeling it's not what he's going to say. <laughs> I don't know the punchline. That's the only. That's the only way I did it. Oh, stop uh, drinking! All right. Oh no, I've been doing it all. That's foolish. I've been doing it. I've been. I've been a cons- little bit more consistent with my training, and I've been watching my portion control. I'm to the point now where I'm like going, 
Pat, one plate of food is good per night. <laughs> and it, yeah. and little shit like that works. And and so anyway, but um, I, what was I going to say? Yeah, you know, I, I kind of want to talk a little bit about, I'll, I'll talk about some of the stuff I've been doing, but I, I can't, I my dream is to lose not only the 10 pounds, but to try to go all the way. And I'm sharing much with you, the listener, that I started three weeks ago. I'm going to, I'm going to say it. I was 216 pounds. Okay. That's, that's a big guy for a bike rider. And probably you are all building images of me going, wow. Uh, you know, I'm fat shaming myself. Um, my goal is to get to 206 if, but my ultimate goal is to get under 200. I would really like to do that and I'd like to keep it off. So there, I, I said it out loud, but if I don't get under 206 by my birthday, I got to ride Mount Spokane twice. It's almost a month away. I know. Uh, well, the problem is, is I'm, I think I'm on track to losing it. It's just keeping it off. You know, it's the classic. I'm on these roller coaster diets, and I lose the weight, and then I gain more back. <laughs> um, I love bread. That's the Oprah line, isn't it? Is that what she uses in White Watchers? I don't know. I don't watch that. All right. Before I get to sexism and get in trouble for all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. let's go to in the news, shall we? You guys ready for a couple interesting stories? I had to do some homework because there's no, obviously, cycling in the world. But our stories are getting a little bit more odd, okay? I'm going to read the title of this one and just see your original thoughts from it. Quote, bullshit, end quote. Johan Bernil on Greg LeMond's insistence he won the Tour de France clean. He says that LeMond's insistence um, that he won is bullshit. The man who guided Lance Armstrong to seven Tour de France titles before they were both banned from the sport for life. Um, Okay, I'm I'm, I'm skipping ahead here. All right. In an interview with Belgian weekly magazine Humo, Bruniel attacked three-time Tour de France winner LeMond, one of Armstrong's most vociferous critics before uh, the results of the United States anti-doping. Greg, as, as he said... Uh, Greg always says he's only clean winner. That's a load of bullshit. He always rode for French teams who were then the kings of cortisone. You can't beat the best in the world who are doping without taking something yourself. Lamont was the best of his generation, just like you know, and Cotille, Merckx, and Indurain, and Lance Armstrong too. Um, what I would like to start off to the round table is your initial thoughts on Bruniel's Johan Bruniel's statements. And I will open it up to anybody who wants to begin the process. What an asshole. (laughs) 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 Um, Are we talking sore loser or or, uh, are we really? Yeah, give me me a break. You know, he's, uh, it could be it could it could, it could be just his way of trying to stay relevant in the media by talking shit. You <clears throat> got me to mention it, didn't it? Yeah. Um, Jackson, Paul, do you guys have any initial thoughts I, on, on this before we go up de- a little bit farther in depth with it? I might let others take the reins on this one. It's I before was before your generation. Exactly. So I don't yeah. have enough information on this one. I, I just don't think it, there's two takes for me immediately when I heard that. Uh, one, anything that comes out of Bernil's mouth, I'm not gonna. It holds no value to me. Really. Um, I I, I I admired him as a bike racer and stuff in that time period, but when you start dumping shit on people, 
in the past and you have no proof. Uh, I, I I don't know if Greg was clean, if he had he did some stuff. That's a moot point. Um, and I've always felt that uh, cycling has had a record of, you know, drugs. I don't think yeah. hardly anybody hasn't crossed that line once or twice in their lives. If you're a pro cyclist, it's a brutal sport. But, um, yeah. I did see a uh, photo on social media, and this is strangely enough, I think it was yesterday or the day before, and it was a shot of LeMond in, I don't recall what tour he was in. It was the, it was one of his last real tours. He's riding for Zed, and he was getting dropped by, which was to become the Indrain uh, generation. And um, and somebody in the in the comments had said, that's the beginning of the of the new doping era when doping got that much higher quality before you know when things started to really change EPO. yeah mm-hmm. um and, and i guess that kind of went along with was that was that the last tour that was clean before before that tour or we were were we looking at i guess my question is can the tour be one clean can it be <laughs> one completely dope free how many, how many, how many of these shows have we based on that question? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's just, it just, it won't go away, and it um, it's sad. Um, uh, I would like to think so, but <clears throat> given the capacities of the human body and what's asked of it in a three-week tour, I doubt it. I think that I think that the boundaries are always going to be pressed. I think always. that no matter what, I mean, <laughs> even with um, teams like Enios looking for a. $10,000 chain that reduces drag by <laughs> however much um, that marginal gains is a, an overused phrase, but I think it, it everybody will always be pushing that envelope because a mere human against a mere human, you're going to run into genetics and somebody, you know, I'm paying somebody way too much to be flawed by genetics. I think, um, I think there'll always be a gray line, not just in cycling in all sports. Where, you know, something's accept acceptable in that particular sport until somebody says no, whether it's a drug or a training like altitude. Uh, Tense. Remember when they first came out? Yeah. There were some people had problems with that, and it's like, what's the difference of that or going up in the mountain? But that's natural, and you're cheating. I mean, that's to me, it's you know, there's going to always be gray lines in every sport, and anywhere it's like. Anywhere where there's money, you're going to see somebody trying to take advantage of that in any way or shape or form. So I don't think any sport, not just cycling, will always be a victim of that. And you mentioned money as well. And I I, I think another thing that could be brought up in this discussion is like we see different teams like Anenios and then we also see a Wanty group. Gobert. Yeah, Gobert. Yeah, Gobert, um, I think it is. In yeah. the tour. Um one one of them wins the tour and one of them doesn't have a stage winner. So it's like I think sometimes it has to do with who can afford to purchase those, as you just said, marginal gains. Because yeah. I think that has a big deal to do with it as well. Well, people talk about it all the time that you know uh, the difference between somebody who dopes and doesn't dope is a is a is a question of four or five percentage points yeah. at, at most, mm-hmm. and. You know, um, it's not like <clears throat> it's not like you have a mediocre cyclist who takes EPO and suddenly they're Superman. Five percent is a lot. 
Yeah. I I will agree with you wholeheartedly on a very humbling moment today when I was indoor training because it was raining outside and I melt when it's raining. <laughs> Um, I was on a Sufferfest workout, and I could not finish it. I was absolutely gassed. And I lowered the percentage of effort on my on my trainer by 8%, and I was able to finish the workout. I do the, that all the, the time. Workout. Do you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I yeah. was like... I, you, can, you can do that in Zwift, too. Yeah, I was thinking to myself, okay, am I going to quit? Am I going to just go into the other room and go, oh, I just... I suck. Or am I going to say, fuck it, let's just gear down a little bit and try to get through it, so... That's doing, an interval, doing an interval workout inside is way harder than doing it outside. I'll get to that. I'm going to get yeah. to that. That's my one of my topics, so don't go too far ahead of me on that one. Second story, Colorado Classic makes plans for a TV event in August. I don't know if you guys have heard about this one. Big one. Big, uh, and I almost think forward thinking when it comes to putting on a bike race. And I'm going to read you straight from our friends over at Cycling News. The organizers of the Colorado Classic presented by VF Corporation have committed to a, quote, made for TV streaming, end quote, model for the race schedule for August 27th through the 30th. Obviously, in response to COVID-19, to social distancing, to doing all those horrible things. Um, according to one of the race organizers, they said, that we feel the athletes need something positive to work towards, and we want to be that glimmer of hope in both the Peloton and the citizens of the community in which we race. The infrastructure around this year's race will be scaled back, but our top priority be, priorities excuse me, is to create an opportunity for world-class competition in an environment that best supports and focuses the health and well-being of the riders and staff. So what it sounds like they're doing, it is a live streaming model which successfully brought the race exposure last year. It was a really well done thing last year. I mean, as far as, you know, budgetary and things like that could have done. But they plan to enhance and innovate it for this year. According to a press release, the event will provide free start-to-finish coverage distributed by dozens of outlets worldwide with some new features such as immersive point-of-view cameras, Zoom watch parties, super fan simulcasts, guest commentator drop-ins and behind the scenes covering for pre and post race activities. Um, so I just read a lot of copy, some not very well because apparently my tongue is the size of a football today. Um, what do we think about this bringing races to the masses in the times of social distancing and innovation? Um, we've been under this umbrella of, big networks of pay-per-view of all these types of things. And these guys are going out there and saying, fuck it. Everybody gets to see it for free. Any initial thoughts on creating something that like that? And also adding in the zoom things, the, the immersive cameras, the, the discussion groups and things like that. I think it's, it's awesome. I mean, uh, We've been talking about it, and uh, Dad, you and I watched something from Phil Guyman in earlier in the week. Yeah. Um, how bicycle sales and cycling has become much more of a big deal throughout this pandemic. Yeah. Um, and I think it's great bringing cycling to America for a very or for a free or very low price option. Is I think I mean anything that does that is a great idea, in my opinion. It's exposure. Yeah. And perfect timing. I mean, like Jackson says, I mean, there might be some interest and 
especially being free, the average person is like, well, you know, I ride, look at, there's something about bikes. I've already got the wheels turning. I think it's a brilliant idea. Um, yeah. The quality of the coverage is what I'm obviously thinking in the back of my head about. They won't probably equal that of, you know, who are the Eurosport coverage or, or things like that that obviously send the feed to the United States and then we put our own announcers over the top of it. However, this is a product. This is a way to bring a lot of races to a lot of people. Have any of you guys watched like the U.S. Nationals or the U.S. Cyclocross Series mm-hmm. and things like that? Yep. Um, coverage quality. What do you, any? It's subpar when you're yeah. used to like the European feeds and stuff and mm-hmm. um, more big budget. Um, you know, it's. I, I know they did the U.S. Crit Series too. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Dave? An- Andre. Uh, I mean, um, gosh, Andreo. Oh, Frankie. Yeah, Frankie yeah, yeah, does yeah. a lot of announcing for those. Does and, he? And, uh, yeah, so you can catch, like, Boise and Tulsa Tough and stuff like that on on that channel. But I think, like, yes, it's going to be lower quality. Um, you pretty much just said this, but I think no matter what, it, the exposure is what matters mm-hmm. right now. And I think they got to keep it free. Mm-hmm. I I I don't mind paying for some of the stuff. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. I do mind. If if somebody can log on and watch golf 24 fucking 7 for free, but I can't watch one stage of a bike race. I know that's, you know, Pat well, hold, hold on. Yeah. What? So, if Here you're logging on to watch golf or curling or whatever, <laughs> um aren't there ads? Yeah, that's what that's what I think needs to happen in this online yeah. format though. Yeah, if they well, were plenty of ads in online format. I mean, if you watch, um, you know, do if you do NBC Sports Gold and you watch the tour, um, you can either pay for the ad free co- coverage or you can do the uh, <clears throat> you can do the American coverage, which sucks, and or you could do the uh, you can do the you know the what the what you call it the yeah. flow bikes or or whatever the other no, there's, there's NBC two, Sports there's Gold. Two streams in NBC Sports Gold. It's uh, yeah. Oh, I watched the NBC. I watched the, the, the ad free, and they have the, the ad, and it's the Australians. Yeah, version. those yeah. guys are awesome. It's mm-hmm. well, Robbie, Robbie McEwen. Yeah. yeah, Robbie McEwen. That dude rocks as a commentator. Yeah, he's awesome. I'd I much rather watch him than freaking uh, uh, Vandevelder or whatever. And I don't care if there's a rolling sponsor ticker across the bottom of the screen. No. I would honestly, if I had access to live streaming of these events, um, I would find whatever, you know, brand my forehead, do whatever we need to do. Just let me watch these events. Well, it'll be interesting. You know, people with money, of course, you can see it in cycling. uh, Radcliffe, who owns Ineos. I mean, this is, he likes cycling, so he's dumped money into cycling. And, and, uh, um, Andy Reese with BMC did the same thing and not really profit thing. So with this pandemic thing going on and a lot of people writing, I'm wondering how many people that are influenced financially are thinking, you know what, this could be kind of fun and maybe open their eyes and their pocketbooks a little bit for cycling. It'd be interesting to see if that has something to do with it. Um, I'd, l- I'd love to see the technology. This is the nerd in me. I'd love to see the technology behind it and how accessible it is. 
Um, I know of people who have followed riders who are doing um, races across America. They call them dot watchers, where you just simply, mm-hmm. all you get is a map feed of somebody who's doing this massive event. I think, I don't know, I, I just think there are a lot. there's an audience out there for everything. It might not be huge, but that's the thing about keeping this all online. You don't need network time. You just put it on fucking periscope this periscope around anymore or something like that you know <laughs> um you know you just pop it up anywhere youtube live and and the next thing you know you you you're doing it i i hope i god i hope it works colorado classic i think they're doing some cool shit i think they're they're being really innovative i think the decision to go with an all women's event was taking a big chance but it was a, it paid off in dividends and um i hope especially it keeps for going. chloe yeah, Chloe had a good good race. Yeah, yeah, Chloe didn't have a bad time racing. So, and I think I got to I mean that that there is a not only a race that's doing it, but it's a women's race and boy talk about a time of and I'm going to address inclusivity here shortly. Sorry guys. This is the time we address the elephant in the room. Um I think it'll be cool. I think it'll be awesome. So, good luck uh, Colorado Classic. Good luck. Good luck. If you need an announcement, I have a question. If you need, and let me say this first: if you need an announcer with a really thick um, tongue, let me know. (laughs) Maybe you need to turn it back eight percent. Your tongue, my tongue. Yeah, from just like your workout. Yeah, yeah. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually that was good. That's what we call a callback, Jack. (laughs) Carson, what was your question? How many of you guys watched the uh, tour of the Gila on Zwift? Um, I don't have a cricket sound effect. I don't think. I, I, I was. I figured. I figured that was the answer. I, I do this. Uh, there's this uh, meetup of Ben cyclists three times a week on Zwift, and uh, last week that's all everybody was talking about was watching the tour of the Gila uh, on Zwift on YouTube, and everybody was so stoked about it. I didn't want to tell. I didn't want to say what I really thought. <laughs> you can now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> air is clear here. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, yeah, Mixler. I was listening. Um, uh, no, I would rather uh, have my testicles boiled than watch his whiskers. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, yeah, uh, good call. I remember the the was it Tour de Flanders that they yeah. did. Uh, that yeah. was that was worse than watching paint dry. Yeah, I'd rather of, watch the I'd rather watch the little <laughs> DVD thing hit the corner of the screen than. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> oh, try it to sk- dink, dink. You know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, I yeah. agree. That's a good good analogy. Didn't we talk with Galloway about that right afterwards? Yeah. Something yeah, like yeah. that. It was just like, oh, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I really wanted it to be interesting. But they've had quite a few like stages of. They had like all the Enios guys did. Yeah. Like just recently. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently, if if you know, your favorite Fumi's Austrian, flying. no, if, oh. your favorite uh, Australian. Doesn't oh, yeah. make it as a pro racer. He he kicks the shit out of everybody on Zwift Did he? races. He does, yeah. Oh yeah, he hasn't mm-hmm. lost yet. It's just Max Watts. He just puts his head down. Don't make out. Me, don't make me pick him. Don't make me pick him. Well, you can I, for a Zwift race. I'm That'd sp- be wise. I'm a spurned lover for Rich Port, <laughs> man. I'm telling you. I just I've been I've been I've been, he's, he's I've been dumped too many times. <laughs> I'm going to move on to some a uh, little bit more serious stories, especially being the time that is uh, we are currently living in. And, and I'm I'm I titled this story the Jackass Heard Round the World. 
Okay, you guys ready? Montgomery County, Maryland. Uh, police say they have in custody the sac- cyclist. The sacklist. That is what he was. He was a sacklist. Who, <laughs> who he attacked supporters of the Black Lives Matter movement in Maryland. I don't know if you guys have all seen the uh, the video of this. Um, the, uh, Anthony Brennan the third, sixty years old, three counts of second degree assault, according to police. He was filmed confronting three people posting flyers in support of the movement on Monday. He started to argue with a man and two young women about the flyers. The video shows him grabbing flyers out of their hands and shouting obscenities at him. At one point, he charges at a person filming, knocks them down. In a statement released by his lawyers, 60-year-old Anthony Brennan III of Kensington, Maryland, said he is, and I quote, sick with remorse for the pain and fear that I caused the victims of the trail. Detectives say tips from the community led them to him, and they searched his home, uh, apparently, and he turned himself in. Oh, they yeah, they searched his home when he turned himself in on Friday. Um, I, I, I'll get a visual from the two people in the studio. Carson, I got you on camera. So did everybody see the footage of this guy doing this? Uh, no. No, Carson and Paul are saying no. So here, here let me paint this picture for you. We have... Um, Young children out posting Black Lives Matter posts posters on on this trail on this bike trail, and when the video begins, we have a man um, in a cycling kit, gray jersey. I'm not gonna fat shame because I'm fat shaming myself. Um, it, let's just say it was a little small in my opinion. Um, orange helmet with a visor on it, and he had um, uh, like aviator glasses on. Okay, so. Yeah, I'm picking him apart a little bit. I'm, 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 I'm trying to find it on YouTube here. Okay. The guy was yelling at the kids. He was he was grabbing these children and pulling flyers out of their hands. And basically my point is, I don't, you know, yeah, I know I'm at the point in time when I should not give anybody shit for what they're wearing or anything like that because we're all supposed to be an opening, warming, loving group. Um, but this guy was a fucking asshole. And what he did was, in my opinion... Um, changed again. I read the comments on on this video, and again, it is people saying, fuck cyclists, they're all elitists, they're all assholes, they're all douchebags like this, this is why we should hit them with our car, this is why they shouldn't be allowed on roads. And, um, you know, I guess my my point is, for for those of you who've seen it, which just sounds like Jackson, um, is this how non-cyclists are going to see us now? Are we now, have we taken a step backwards? Um, I think, and I, I think I say this to almost a point where it can become like redundant at this point. Yeah. Um, but of course there are people that will at smaller levels run red lights, cut off drivers, do all these crappy things on the road, and they ruin it for the rest of us. Um this is a person who's ruined it for the rest of us. Uh, I, I, I'm that freaks me out a little bit that people think that that is the majority of us. Um, and I'm, I'm a little bit upset at that because I think that we are a group that is very understanding, but also protective of who we are. Um, we're out there, as we always say, same right, same road, same rules. And, um, and I think that this was a case that shouldn't have happened. Um, this is something that I don't love to see on, on the media. Um, 
but it happened. And uh, I think we as a community need to recognize that and we need to squash it and we need to show that we are not people like this. We are we're great, loving people. Do you think we are, uh, Karsten and Paul, who've been at it a little longer? Karsten, you get a bigger sample. I just watched. I just watched the video. Okay. Uh, and I have I have one one word to say. Uh, uh, bellwether. <laughs> Does he really have bellwether on? Yeah. Oh well. He's got he's got a matching bellwether outfit on. He's wearing a fucking mountain bike helmet on a road bike. Okay, we're not supposed to be at the time we're picking people apart, are we? Even though I started by doing it. I would punch this guy just for what he was wearing. <laughs> uh, and then he, he runs down this teenage girl who's filming him. Yeah. Uh, uh, Grabs fuck, her. I wish I was. I, I wish I was. This is one of those moments where I wish I was there. I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish I was there. That guy would have been on the ground unconscious so fast. It would have been hel- it would have been fun. It would have been fun. Assault would have been fun in this case. So here's we've got Karsten angry, Jackson going, That's I'm sad. I wish you know, I wish everybody understood how good of a group we are. Are we that good of a group? Across the board. Are we that good of a group? I'm I'm and I don't know if I want to pick apart roadies, gravels, mountains. Are we that good of a group? You can't, you can't, you you can't blanket, uh, you know, uh, personality test cyclists. I mean, I've, I've gotten into plenty of uh, Trump arguments with local racers here in Bend. Yeah. Um, some, some pretty, you know, uh, on the bike arguments and, you know, they're clearly idiots, but they still ride bikes. <laughs> well, I also think that this is like, <laughs> I think this is a topic where it's, it's so difficult to span the entire world of cyclists. Um, we, I mean, we don't have, we don't have a pole sitting in front of us knowing that this guy's a jerk. This guy's nice. Um, and I think we have to boil it down to what a bike does for people. Um, a bike liberates people. It gives them freedom and it gives them a sense of joy. And I think, um, when people take that to another level and they try and rip that away from people, I think that's what makes, that's what can make us be seen as a elitist, not very nice group. Um, I don't know what else to add to that, but no, I think that's I something that we saying. need to think about. To me, the, it, the comments are just, to me, is ironic. They're saying we should, this is how cyclists are. Yeah. I think this is the whole point of the protest. People are pigeonholing individuals being that, that bad cop. Minnesota is all cops. Then, then the extreme people saying that black man is an extreme of all black men. I mean, it's yeah. like all black men. All cyclists are this. All. I think the biggest takeaway from here is we're all individuals, and to respect every person, no matter what they ride, what what activities they do, yeah. as long as in in my way, way of thinking is as long as they're not affecting other people their lives and taking away their civil liberties, then why, who cares what they do? Yeah. Who cares? It sh- shouldn't matter. If you want to shoot up drugs in your house and you don't rob, you don't do anything else, who am I to judge? Or in your hotel room. Or a hotel room. Yeah. You know, well, hang blood bags on the wall. <laughs> this is all back around. good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but it, I, I think this is. <laughs> just don't race the next day. I think we're just, it's a, a sad commentary where 
our society is right now. I it breaks my heart for for this country and everything. I just feel pinned down. You know, it is a frustrating time for me. Yeah. To see what had happened in Minnesota, to see what's happened to even in Spokane when we had the rioting, when we had and you know you can go on and on and the the details of talking to my wife during the time where there was rioting as a nurse, an ER nurse, people coming in, the crap that was going on. They weren't protesters for far as she saw yeah they were planted they were jerks mm-hmm. they were planted from from out of town they're not it's not all of those them. proud boy guys or something like that or whatever it might be and or there's buckets they leave yeah. buckets outside stores downtown spokane and bricks and stuff to help start mm-hmm. so oh, anyway yeah, that's, this a, that's a new thing is uh some performance artist or somebody is is placing piles of bricks in random places in cities all over the country. Yep. I thought that was all debunked. I did too. No. Yeah. No. There was. There's pictures of it here in Spokane. There. Anyway, we're t- we're talking politics. So yeah. I, I want to get to the part of politics, but I also want to say and quote what Jackson had said earlier. You know, Phil Guyman did a, a short video recently uh, talking to cyclists, both new and and experienced. And what I liked about what he said to the new cyclists out there was like, we don't give a shit. We don't care. Just ride. Just mm-hmm. enjoy it. Just yeah. welcome to the sport. You, if somebody says your saddle height is too high or too low, fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. And then he said, okay, now everybody turn off. And I want to just talk to the cyclists, the, the existing cyclists, cyclists who've been around forever. Do not fuck this up. We can't fuck this up. Mm-hmm. This guy, this guy out on the trail grabbing flyers out of kids' hands is fucking it up, in my opinion. He's fucking it up for the rest of us. We all have to now go out there and do something extra nice for the guy who screams at us. Or we have to be okay with the guy screaming at us because that prick fucked it up for the rest of us. And I, I'm tired of people fucking it up for me when I want to go out for a good bike ride and somebody swerves me off the road because some douchebag and a fixie um, cut him off while smoking a cigarette. Okay, um, that that pisses me off, and and a lot of this stuff is pissing me off, but I think we need to be extra kind, extra sensitive, and we also need to be extra inclusive. And then what that is going to do is that's going to read me to a little bit long of a read, and um, I'll, I'll try not to give you the entire thing of it, you guys, because I but I have a feeling the 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 you know the four of us all saw this in our email inbox. And um, and a lot of us might have started reading it, but then we all went, oh, it's like a diatribe on Facebook. I don't want to read it. You know, I, can I can I just read the Cliff's notes? <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, this is the the most recent state from USA Cycling um, in regards to everything that's going on in our world right now and and within our sport. Um, they said they addressed it directly to me. I don't know if you guys saw that all of yours mm-hmm. in my emails were apparently directed were, yeah. to me to me. You guys all got it was Dear James. Okay. This is all written to me. It said Dear James Jackson. Okay, so I'm James Patrick, so they wrote it to me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The ugly reality of continued systemic racism in our country has left us outraged and saddened for our friends, family, and teammates in the black community. USA Cycling's resources platform and network must support these cyclists to truly represent the American cycling community. Cyclists are familiar with the feeling of freedom that a bike gives you. I like that line. Wow, I said that almost like a Trump speech. Good line. Great line. <laughs> it's important to remind ourselves that the fundamental freedoms are not currently granted to all equally, especially those in minority communities. 
USA Cycling believes that as a leader in American cycling industry, it is our duty to fight for a better future for the sport that we love. It is inherent that what this inherently um, includes creating and supporting infrastructure and opportunities that combat institutional racism, racism, especially concerning the lack of inclusion and access to the sport. So. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here and I'm jumping ahead. Actively acknowledging this has compelled our organization to have the immediate, difficult, and critical conversations that proceed doing the work. We will be better, and this will show how we will start. Number one, they are saying a diversity, equity, and inclusion committee formed in January 2020 consisting of both internal and external members will publicly share a meaningful and measurable plan to elevate the position of the unrepresented to learn and partner with people of organizations and improve representation. That's their first move. The second one, they will announce a structured financial commitment to specifically address diversity, equity, and inclusion in cycling in the coming weeks. Number three, they will create opportunities for the entire community to share their stories, personalities, and achievements that help build and promote the future of the sport. And lastly, they will undergo a DE&I training. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at MintMobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And they will make changes. I don't know what DE and I, I should have done that. I'm sure it, it's it's like emotional and, and understandable and empath- empathetical uh, type of understanding. And, and I'm sorry, listeners, correct me if I'm extremely wrong. You can do it on Mixler right now or not. Uh, make changes to their operations to increase their ability to hire a div- diverse workforce and executive leadership. So that is a, a shortened version of a three-page release that they just came out with. Um, Thanks for finishing that for me because I didn't get through it. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> feeling a lot of us didn't. And I guess, you know, I want to keep this... Yeah, I want this to be a fun, lighthearted podcast. Um, but I also feel that there are times in which to address something pretty fucking serious. And uh, we, gentlemen, we are all 
young to middle-aged white men talking about a sport that consists of predominantly young to middle-aged white men. Um, last week when I talked to Laura King about this, she talked about some efforts. And I noticed that whenever we tend to talk about inequality in cycling, the first thing that pops into everybody's mind is ju- is juniors. Um, this isn't about juniors. This isn't about bringing young white men into the sport. Um, this is about making the sport available and accessible for a larger community. And um, so I, I, I don't know if you guys have any answers, but um, if there's... First of all, do you think this effort from USA Cycling is a great statement or it is just bullshit PR that they hope will make everybody happy and it'll eventually go away? I, I don't want to sound cynical, but every, every, first of all, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to back up. Okay. Every corporation, organization, company of any sort issued a statement about Black Lives Matter, whether they really believed it or not, they did it because they felt like they had to. Um, and I think that um, discerning whether or not USAC really meant it or not, who knows? I do know that there are some really positive um, uh, strides being made to include um, you know, African-American cyclists in particular in bike racing down in LA. I mean, Rasan Bahadi is doing some really good stuff with getting he kids. Um, have you talked to him yet? Um, no, I have not. His program, what he's doing down there is super exciting and he's getting kids in LA on racing bikes and um, getting them riding. Um, and uh, the, you go to, you know, when, well, when you could bike race, uh, if you go to the crit scene in Southern California, there's a, there's a, it's a it's a really um, diverse peloton, um, and it's not you know it's it's rad to watch. Um, however, if you watch a crit in the Northwest, it looks like uh, <laughs> it looks like, like somebody Audi oh, show man. Yeah, it's like geriatric hour. Yeah, it's <laughs> stupid, but. There are good things being done um, in different parts of the country. And um, I think, you know, maybe at, at some point in the show, we ought to try to, I mean, Rasan um, works with us. So I, I'm going to, I will reach out to him and see if we can get him for a future episode. But what he is doing down there is pretty exciting. That's that. I, I like that. Jackson, you were going to say something. Oh, I, um, Kirsten, you started it off with like, to to kind of sum up what like the beginning of what you said was you were saying like to to be a bit of a pessimist at the beginning um <laughs> yeah the, the way i think about it is um i i do agree with you it's like it's something that we don't know if they mean it or not um i like to be um the opposite of that i like to be a little bit of the optimist and i hope i hope everybody means it um and i hope that all of this is 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 a good start um to to quote my theater nerdiness, I th- I think <laughs> Roger Rogers and Hammerstein wrote it best. Uh, the to to start at the very beginning is a very good place to start. I think this is a uh, it's got to start somewhere, you know. And I think this is a great time for it. I meant no, unless you got something. No, I, I yeah, I'm with Jackson. I I have to believe anybody at this point in time. Whether I'm not gonna judge whether somebody's doing it because of corporate i, I i'm i'm 
I have to believe that we're making the turn. This is our turn. Uh, the ugliness of it all, and and I hopefully USAC's on board and all those corporate companies and stuff that made comments that uh, that Carson was talking about really in their heart are going to do it. But the proof will be in time, yeah. And and we'll see it. Um, we can sit and talk and you know guess. Yeah. But I think the proof. And that's what really matters. Uh, we've heard a lot of talk from, you know, cyclists. Like you mentioned, like Brunel. You yeah, know, it's yeah. Some that it's it can be crap. You have nothing to base it on. So, I'm I'm hoping for the best. It's time to turn turn things and point forward and let's let's tackle this thing. I mean, we are we are in the midst of a, a very large cancel culture, where if something offends you, you demand yep. it end. Yep. Um, now. Don't get me wrong. Racism. Fuck racists. I'm, I'm going to say that on That's the show right wrong. now, out loud right now. That's Yeah, th- that needs to end. That definitely needs to end. When I see stories of, of bicycle manufacturer companies um, making their statements, uh, for example, I think it was Fuji recently who said that they are no longer going to sell um, uh, police, oh, yeah, police bikes uh, to, to police company, police <coughs> departments. Um, because they're using them as you know as blockades as weapons, um, I I am going to go out on a limb here, and this is Pat Bulger saying it. So so if you're a listener who's mad at it, sh- throw your tweets at me. Um, I don't think that's right. I think that um, having cops on bikes in most cases actually makes the police officer more accessible. It's somebody who's it's, he's not behind this. He's not in a fucking tank. He's not, uh, he or she, sorry, is not um, uh, getting in your face uh, with a large weapon. Um, the most of the, the bike, and I live in a small town, so again, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not saying this to try to get myself in trouble. I don't want to fucking do that. But I do want to say that um, I, I, I think that I would rather educate police officers on how to properly be a bike cop than to say, you can't have a bike anymore. Um I know a lot of people on bicycles who do dickhead things. I've seen a lot of people break rules. This guy on, on, in Maryland was was using his bike to shove down a kid who was ha- putting up flyers. Um, is it the bike's fault? You know, I, oh my god, my brain is spinning because I'm thinking, well, is it the gun's fault or is it the shooter's <laughs> fault? And I'm just my, I'm, I'm, I'm snowballing this, and I'm just thinking to myself. Jesus Christ, you know, how, how far do we go? How far do we, you know, it's, it's people making these decisions and doing these shitty things to each other that is just, I don't know, it's frustrating. Um, but how do we take something positive out of this? How do we teach? How do we get people racing? How do we get people going out and, and riding bikes? Um, how do all of us old men with 5, 6, 10, 12, 18 bikes in our houses get those bikes out to people who, who are unavailable to do it? How as race promoters do we create entry fee discounts or scholarship type, type of funds? Um, these are the things as, as, as cycling organizations I think we can do that can help um, uh, change some of this stuff. I don't think it's going to be all of a sudden, you know, if, if, a, if a black cyclist rolls up next to me, I put my arm around him and say, hey, how are you? <laughs> I think it's a lot fucking more than that, and <laughs> yeah. and you know, and, and there'll be people doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I th- I think this is a start. I think four white guys sitting uh, and talking about it is a good start. I know the listeners are going to say, "Pat, it's not fucking enough," and no, it's not enough. 
but um, I, you know, listening and understanding and trying to find something systematically wrong with our society is where we need to start and get going. I don't know. Am I am I even close, or did I just dig myself a hole? No, it was a great statement, and it's where we need to be. I guess you know earlier in the in the podcast when I started snoring, when you started talking about uh, corporate statements, we need to get oh. beyond that. We need yeah. to get beyond, you know, uh, just making yeah. statements about how awful racism is and how Black Lives Matter. We need to really mean it. Um, and I can't think of a better platform to do it. Um, yeah. uh, you know, so. We, we're in a position where we could make some positive change. I don't know how many listeners we have. What, 10? On a good day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just CP standing downtown with a speaker over his head like, you know, say anything, the movie. <laughs> just like outside of a teenage yeah. girl's... Yeah, he's yeah. Outside of the gas and, he's yeah, outside right. of the gas and sip. In her eyes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But sorry, Carson, you were saying. Uh, that's it. I mean, we're, we're just we're we're we could do some good here. Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, and we could you know change some opinions about that fuckhead in Maryland. Yeah. And I think. Well, I don't, we don't we, we don't need to change opinions about him, but we need to change opinions about cyclists. Yeah, we're not all fuckheads in Maryland, and it's nothing against bellwether cl- clothing. <laughs> They're out oh, of business. Oh. That stuff's got to be like in two decades. Oh, they're out of business. Yeah, I think they are. I think I don't. I don't want to look it up. I don't want to bash the business. They're they're trying to make a living, man. Here, but but don't. I think I think it. You know, what you said was pretty good, Pat. And I think not all of us have eighteen bikes. I can't give a bike. I don't have a bike to give. Yeah. You know, that's just not me. But anything that we can contribute as an individual for cycling, I'm I'm there. I mean, whatever. And so. You know, whether it's teaching somebody to ride a bike or is it uh, they need help on parkways. We have parkways here in Spokane, yep. volunteer. All those things matter to get people back on bikes. And and um, I think that's where we should be as a cycling community is involved. Whatever you can afford to give back yeah. to the sport that you love. So You know, and this is I'm gonna I'm gonna simplify the shit out of it and probably dumb it down to the point and I, I apologize. Um, but it reminds me of the days when every club had to put on a race. And um, and I remember hearing a lot of people saying, Oh well I, I, I wanted to race that day. I can't help <laughs> and and it seems like we've got a lot of people who are going like, you know, that's fucked up. But yeah. But I, I, I can't help, you know, I guess I guess silence and just waiting for everything to get better is just making the problem worse. There, I'll mm-hmm. end on that and then I'll get to something fun before we get to the final. My uh, my my final trivia is not trivia. I'm going to I'm going to rapid fire you fuckers. OK, so um, so <laughs> what? I just did, whoo, like, yeah, whoa, whoo. Like that was a serious topic? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what better way to change topics than to talk about manscaping? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at his shirt. Yeah, yeah he's wearing the shirt tonight. Yeah, yeah. Sport for Packville brought to you by Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-belt grooming, baby. Manscaped offers precision engineering for the tools for your family jewels. What did you call it, Carson? 
Tools, tools for the tools for, for the, the jewels. Tools, tools yeah. for the jewels. They obsess yeah. over their technology developments to provide you with the best tools for grooming experience. Trim that junk of yours, motherfucker. If you're listening to me <laughs> speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Get twenty percent off, free shipping with the code PFP at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. That's right, twenty percent off. And free shipping, your balls will thank you. Use the code PFP. P as in pack, F as in filler, P as in production. I have a, legitimate, I have a legitimate question about our sponsor. I shaved my taint recently. <laughs> and uh, No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Actually, I'm not kidding. But I did because I took Paul's advice because Paul said uh, it's just a better connection. Yeah. Do you want to hear my question? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Does it come with a first aid kit in case you nick your balls? Dude, no. no. Well, you you will not nick. No. You nick will free. not nick. Mm-hmm. I Seriously, manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. I'm reading from their actual pre-printed copy here. Um, a 7,000 RPM motor, quiet, and it is completely nick-free, in my personal opinion. Paul? And, uh, yeah, you know, I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So... I, I no nicks on your prick. No nicks on your on your jewels. I'm not trimming my. What do you have a sweater? Oh, yeah. You have a turtleneck or something <laughs> going on there? Carson just realized his grave mistake he just yeah. made. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Wow, you hair going all the way up. Right. Well, no, it's it's not very long. It's, uh... <laughs> remember, remember the slogan: trim the trim yeah, the shrubs, true. then the tree looks taller. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know what? They've been a fun. They've been a fun sponsor to plug. I hope they want to keep on uh, going with it. They might not. They might not. You know, this is a trial run, and you know, a lot of you fuckers have to go out there. It's a dry run. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) hey. Um, I do want to touch base really quick. We're getting late into the into the podcast. Um, Hey, big guy, the sun's getting mighty low. That was an adventures Avengers Avengers quote there. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk a little bit, just a touch about variety because we kind of touched base on it a little bit back uh, beforehand. And I know we've got two and a half yays and definitely one nay within the panel right now. Um, I want to talk about variety, terrain variety, bike variety, ways in which to train. My personal, I have ex- adapted a new plan, okay? So I'm going to tell everybody my training plan. Mondays I'm doing uh, uh, TRX, which is fucking hard. Hurts. Tuesdays, I'm I, I'm calling it Turbo Tuesdays. Jackson and I watched a video last night of a guy actually incorporating indoor riding into his um, into his workout plan. Paul, I, he's not even, I'm not even looking at him. I know he's rolling his eyes. <laughs> Wednesdays, I'm doing spin, spin, just kind of a nice outdoor spin, and and then weights. Um, Thursdays, I'm I want to do something epic, something long. Fridays, I'm taking easy. Saturday, I want to do kind of a distance, hard race type of an event effort, and then Sunday, I'm calling just like the Commodores, easy like Sunday morning. Um, but that's what I'm doing. Um, so I'm adding all these different things. I'm trying to get different terrain. I'm trying to get different uh, types of strengthening and things like that. Um, so I know that Karsten is a fan of indoor work, continuing it on, be it on the bike indoors or be it on, uh, in my case, in an actual gym. Um, who are the proponents of indoor work during all year round and who, uh, who definitely Paul is the opponent of indoor work? Well, I must confess Sunday I was on the rollers doing intervals because we had shite for weather. Yeah. So 
Yeah, I, I planned on going out early, and then the rain started coming down. And usually that doesn't affect me, but I just got busy around the house, and I thought, all right, it's time to do intervals. So, yeah, I think there's there's a good, I think, if you incorporate it. But um, I'm going to go off on a little bit. On, yeah, it's fine. You know, when, when the last time four of us uh, being C- CP and we went for that ride and riding in the wind and you I know, we're taking turns. Ride. Yeah, but you can't, there's no way you can duplicate that, what we did, you no. know, on, on a trainer. And that is, if you're into racing, that's the shit that happens. That, and you, you could be as fit as you can be. You can crank out the watts, but if you don't know where to put yourself or where the wind's coming from or all that, you're screwed. It's all about learning positions and that type of thing, and that's that. That's what makes me hard. This is. <laughs> I, I was that could be taken in multiple yeah. ways. <laughs> this is a statement against Richie Port again, isn't it? No, no, no. You're saying I, I was that Richie Port about, is strong on about, Swift, but he doesn't know how to ride. I was talking in about a field. Rowan, Rowan Dennis. Oh, and mm-hmm. I, you got the confused, but you yeah. were rolling with it, and I let you go. Oh, this wasn't yeah. Richie Port. Rowan no, Dennis. Rowan Dennis wins yeah. everything. On Why won't Richie win anything? Why can't he win anything? He's <laughs> hey, a he's, nice guy. He's the master of the tour down under. He, he's a great triathlete. <laughs> oh, well, he was really. Yeah, he swims still. Oh. Fuck. There's his problem. Why do you have to? Why do you have to insult Pat's heroes? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say he's my hero. I'm just rooting for the dude, man. I've been rooting for you him. You obviously have a crush on the guy. Might. You can't stop talking about him. I might. I, I can't believe you might. didn't know he did triathlons. Didn't you see his tan lines? He's like white here, and then from his shoulder down to just his bicep, it's nice and tan. tan. And then but his where forearms the are white. Oh. Yeah, he wears well, arm armor sleeves. <laughs> I don't know if he trimmed. Clearly. Well, we should send him a, a manscape. Yeah. 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 Jackson, your thoughts, because you're, and what I love about your perspective on this is because you're the younger generation. Um, I'm not insulting Paul by saying the guy has died in the wool. I mean, the guy is is old, old, old school. I mean, you are, go out, ride hard, come home exhausted, do it again the next day. Mow the lawn. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's your style. If 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 you had your way, you would go out and hammer yourself into the wind and come home dead every day. Yeah. Um. I I gotta. I have to jump around. I have to do. I can't just go out and and hammer myself in the wind. I have to. I've always found myself working really well in a gym, and and I need that my shoulders and neck, and I have to strengthen all that shit. That's why you gotta lose ten pounds. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. No, that was well done. That was well That's two beers yeah, in. Yeah, I'm starting yeah, to let yeah, it go. Yeah, 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 exactly. No. Uh-oh. There goes Carson. He, he was going him. so well. Yeah, I know. Jackson, your take <laughs> on a lot of this, on the variety of the issues, because you ride let's all different play, types. Let's start playing jump around. Sorry. Oh. Oh. Uh, um, uh, I'm asking Jackson. Um, I, at my age, am like, I'm like a sponge to this sport. Um. I started really, really getting into it, lot like really getting into it last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been in, I've been a cyclist for a while, but I started really getting into everything and every type of discipline that comes at me. I like to at least give a try to. Um, I think indoor. Don't say try. <laughs> attempt, attempt. <laughs> okay. There we go. Um, but <laughs> I think indoor uh, training and I'll dare I say it, e-racing, I think all that is really cool. I think there is a niche for that. I think that there is also a gamesmanship for that. Um, 
I do it all the time. Um, I like that's all I've done this week um, is indoor riding because it it gives me a controlled workout in like an hour, which is great for me. Um, I also, as I've probably mentioned many times before, am a really great. Um, I I love like the gravel uh, side of it all. I love that because it gives me an opportunity to go to places that I've never seen before. It gives me an opportunity to just be a mountain biker, but not as hard <laughs> or not as like, not as uh, technical is what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah. And you don't have to wear baggy shorts. Exactly. Yeah. And then for mountain biking, I think it also, I think we can all bring together. <laughs> I think from all of these disciplines, I think we can all bring together some sort of really like productive type of cyclist. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love it all and I love to switch it up. Um, yeah. It, if I didn't switch it up, I wouldn't be who I am. And I also like the communities of besides the besides road kind of communities. I think they're kind of yeah. fun. And some roadies are cool, too. So no, no, not very many. Yeah. <laughs> Especially <laughs> the one sitting across from me. <laughs> 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 um, so I don't know. Uh, Carson, you, you do you ride Zwift because you like it or out of convenience or out yeah, of the fact that I mean, hold on. You can see my setup right here. It's right behind my desk. That's um, a beautiful TCR Advanced. Is it, am I correct in the broad name? TCR in the Advanced Pro Disc. You need disc. that disc brake on that trainer. Disc. Need yeah. those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Highly necessary. I'm gonna be honest. Kind of jealous. Uh, not gonna oh, lie. Because yeah. I, you know, this I mean, is I, red. I, 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 I fucking work for a living, and I, I get off my, I get out. I can stand up, put on some bib shorts, and do a, you know, do a an, an ADTSS workout in an hour and a half at the most, and then go back to work. And, you know, that's for me, that's the reality during the week. Um, I'm not ever going to race again, I don't think, but I would like to get a lot more fit than I am. And, you know, I do I do ride outside on the weekends, but I just don't have time. You know, when when they start the Tuesday night ride here again here, hopefully in the next few weeks, I'll start doing that. Um, But I just don't have time, man. I find and, and Paul, you could probably comment on this that uh, like for example today i know that there the one of my weaker areas right now is sustained efforts these longer sustained intensity efforts um i I, i've got a fairly good jump right now i've got you know whatever um but uh, and so i'm thinking how can i specifically do this and i'm thinking okay i can go out and i can ride out to this area and i could work on this specifically at this time or on a weekday i can get on my bike and i can do a program workout that is you know, 20 minute effort with accelerations and decelerations and, and, and little mini intervals within the, within the sustained effort. And it can be very dialed in. And I, I, I like that, but I also agree with you, Paul, in the fact that, um, the sweat was pouring off me so badly today that it was, it was, it wasn't, it was past annoying. It was like, what the fuck is going on? Um, I, 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 my heart rate gets up, but I don't know if it gets up as high as it would necessarily out on the road. Um, and I would love to hear people's theories on, on the genuine benefit and how it equates out to the road. Dare I say you need a Rafa cycling cap? (laughs) (laughs) I I need a, I need one of those damn Wahoo headwinds is what I need. The, you know, like pushes out like a 30 mile an hour headwind. Based That's on if your you heart do. Rate. Oh, is it heart rate? I yeah. thought it was based on your speed. So it can, 
you're you're only gonna get like I a ten, being twelve mile. Treated hour. horribly tonight. <laughs> you are. <laughs> well earned though. Well earned. It's that football sized tongue you've had. Yeah, your wife. And does anybody else do uh, any type of uh, weight or strengthening exercises in the winter or now or both? Uh, all, all year, go to the gym a lot. Carson, well, you do. Uh, the gym's open. Uh, a lot of kettlebells, um, a lot of medicine ball stuff, um, and sleds. I like I okay. like the sleds. I, I've been gym members for, member to so many different gyms in the past year, and and talk about lack of motivation. The idea to go inside and sweat. It does not do anything for me. It's just a personal thing. Um, that's why, um, you know, for me, it's a lot easier for me to do intervals and stuff. I think if it worked for somebody that that works out in a gym, that's fine. Um, I'd rather run stairs outside. I'd rather do, yeah. you know, anything else outside than, than inside. Um, that being said, uh, it's, it's hard to do. I know my shortcomings. You're talking about, like uh, – you know, your efforts or whatever. For some reason, I have no jump. All of a sudden this year, I have no jump. So that's something I have to work on and I know how to go about it. And I, that will be a short workout that I'll do outside, not inside. So I, I find myself like needing this kind of stuff because I will hurt my neck by turning to say what to somebody. (laughs) And I will, I will honestly, we call it Batman neck and I will have a, a stiff neck for three days or I'll hurt myself fucking sleeping. <laughs> and, or now because I'm a side sleeper, my shoulders are killing me because I sleep with my arm under my head. And I'm going, okay. Hey, clue phone, you know, you can't just rely on the old days of cycling basics uh, fitness. And then I see Peter Sagan actually on a fitball spreading his legs yeah. so wide that his Chinese nose splits. is an inch from the ground. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, oh, I got to do that. Um, so that's why I'm going to Can I watch that when you go to tempt that? Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll make a video out of it. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, Jay, you don't. He's not very limber. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I'm 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 a theater student, so you know they don't they don't really give us all access to the gym. (laughs) No, I'm I'm of course standing out front with their arms (laughs) crossed. You you don't get to come in. You thespian, get the hell out of here. Back off, Twinkle Toes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm saying that as another theater major, listeners. So don't get pissed (laughs) at me. No, I'm 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 obviously being sarcastic. I my girlfriend loves to go to the gym, um, <laughs> and I sometimes will go with her. And, you go because your girlfriend goes, and so, and then I'll be like, oh, I'm really gonna do it and get real strong and fit, and then like three weeks later, I hate it, yeah, and I just don't do it anymore because I'm gonna play. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen. To close off, I had planned on a on on ten rapid fires, but we are an hour and eleven minutes into this podcast, and my wife is making noise upstairs, which means she's, she's hungry. She stomps around. <laughs> oh, and Bender just came in the room. That's oh, the other hint. Boy. Yeah, the dog just came in the room. So I have one rapid fire question for the panel, and and maybe we'll continue with the rest one, the rest of them in the other ones. Hey, buddy. Um, Bender, in case you don't know, listeners, is my dog. It's not just some toy robot from a Matt Groening cartoon. <laughs> and we didn't name it after that cartoon. So, 
Um, so I have 10 questions here, and I am going to pick one of them that we will all as a panel have a moment to answer. And it's, it's rapid fire and that I don't want you to give me a 12-minute diatribe, okay? So I will start with number 10, all right? That question is, the dumbest thing you have ever seen in the sport of cycling, the dumbest thing you have ever seen in the sport. Oh, my God. What? Seriously? It could be a product. It could be a person. It could be an action. It could be Justin, a trend. Justin, who has been on the show, the gravel guy. <laughs> Justin's going to hear this. Yeah. So he, he posted, show me your your cockpit. And it's like, <laughs> did you see that picture? Was that oh, a personal yeah. message? No, no, no. Did you see the picture that they yeah. had? So yeah. what what is it? It's Gravel Brain Trust, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it yeah. is. So you go on that site, and he's just asking people to send pictures of their... This thing, I don't know what the hell's going on. There's so much electronics and bars and like everything. 12 thought, different computers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and lights. That and, has yeah. got to be the dumbest thing I've seen attached to, <laughs> to a bike. <laughs> that is just so dumb. It's just like, oh my gosh. I know that was done as a joke, hopefully. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Either that or a third eye. Sorry, Justin, again. I hate the third eyes. <laughs> yeah. Turn your goddamn neck. Jackson? I, and this might be controversial. I think that a really odd creation was, you know how Giro sells their aero helmets, but with the glasses visor. attached? The visor. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that's really weird. The every magnetic other, one? Yeah, every yeah. other brand's like, we have aero helmets, but we don't have glasses attached to them. And then here's Giro, like, oh, we got everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that's super weird to me. Have you seen anybody ride with those? I've just seen them take the glasses off. So it's like, you're selling something that people are just going to take off. I've seen people ride with them. You have? Yeah. Yeah. Like, there, what, what's one the guy was 65 plus, you know. He was yelling with kids on the bike path. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think of what I think is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And the, yeah, I've seen some dumb people, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep thinking of equipment and trends mm-hmm. and yes, I want to bash on the arm warmers with no, with sleeveless jerseys, but I can't because that I, I port does that. Well, no, I understand <laughs> why triathletes do it is because the, uh, the Jersey itself, you don't want to sleeve when you run, it chafes the shit out of you and it's uncomfortable as hell, but they want their arms to be warm. So they're until they make a arm warmer that curves around the shoulder. I guess I can understand that. I don't like it, but I can understand it. So I'm torn between things like original grip shift, early SRAM. Oh, oh my! The dial gosh. shift on the on end the, of that bars on the end of the yeah. bars. Yeah, that's a road. I that's woke up Karsten. Yeah, I love grip shift. By the way, because <laughs> you rode in the drops all the time. Yeah. No, 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 not on road bikes. No way, not on road bikes. Yeah, that's on what road. he's Sorry. talking oh, about. The original. Oh, you're talking yeah. about mountain bike grip shift. I'm talking about the road bike grip shift. Oh yeah, those are. Those are really stupid. And <laughs> the other one I honestly can say was a just absolutely moronic thing. And my team was sponsored by them back in the days. Aerolites. No, lo- no, no, they're no longer Cycle around. bindings. Cycle bindings. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember those. Cycle bindings was this pedal design that was, uh, imagine, correct me if I'm wrong, guys. How would you describe it? The cleat itself was like a C-shaped plastic resin cleat. Right? Was it, you, didn't you have to use the no, shoe? It you was had the to use the shoe. shoe. Yeah, yeah. You had to yeah, use their yeah. shoe, which is recessed into the sole. Yeah. And then had a platform with these two with little like two little little 
spikes sticking yeah. out the side. That was what retained you into the shoe. I'll, into the shoe. I'll never forget. Shoe was as stiff as fuck, though. It was a great shoe. I'll never forget at Yakima, the the crit and run oh. there, Lincoln Park up there, and there's, there's this. It's gradual know. downhill, and then there's that you gain all this elevation like a half a block, and everybody in that that orange, yeah, yellow, the Arriva, Arriva, kit, you can hear yeah. pop, pop, pop. People Later, were just yeah. popping out of their pedals left we, and right. Cycle we binding. thought it was the coolest thing that cycle binding was providing us. Google, if you're listening to the show, Google cycle binding. <laughs> I think it's all one word. And if you need to buy some, I think Gino Lasecki yeah, has a I think few. he's got like <laughs> 80 <laughs> pair in his fucking basement. Goddamn order. Um, but we were sponsored by these these people, and they sent us everything. Shoes and pedals, and we thought we were the coolest team in the world. Until? Until our first crit. Yeah. <laughs> they just pulling up. I think one sprint I honestly pulled out so badly that my foot went over the top tube to the other side of my bike. Hmm. Yeah, that was dumb. Yeah. That was dumb. All right. I'm going to stop there. We have nine more questions in the rapid fire, but I guess we can hold those for another show when we're not so well-worded and have serious topics to, to consider. Uh, gentlemen, I want to thank you for... A, uh, I, I didn't even let you guys know that I was going to drop this bomb on you about what we were going to talk about. And I, I, I hope we, we started a conversation. I'm not going to say we solved it because that's impossible. And But I hope somebody solves it yeah yeah no more yeah. talk let's it gets action yeah let's get it handled exactly so uh uh karsten i hope all's going well chief uh, thanks for not being in your kitchen <laughs> <laughs> want to open up the blinds yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna come to spokane at some point and i'm gonna cook for you while we're doing the podcast that so you can't complain. You're on, man. And then we can race Mount Spokane downhill on, on bikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listener. If you like this show, uh, like and subscribe. All those 10 listener. listeners. If you uh, like and subscribe, uh, CP, you can put the speaker down. Uh, <laughs> thanks before they start throwing um, rocks and bricks. Smoke bombs at you. <laughs> yeah. 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 We, we, don't have, we, don't, we can't afford tear gas in Spokane. We do smoke bombs. Uh, thanks to you guys. Uh, stay safe out there and uh, be smart and keep riding and wash your goddamn hands. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.